Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinkin' Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How you feel? Not good. Yeah? Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. We are live in Arizona from the Super Bowl. We're inside our Airbnb right now. It's chilly. In the morn here, but a little warmer in the afternoon. So if you flop on over to, to sports, you'll see we'll be outdoors for most of those shows. Inside in the morn, because it's still the morn here, D'Anthony. It's the morn. It's the morn. It's the morning time here. Yeah. And uh, on Patreon, by the way, I don't, I've talked about this on another show. We don't read too many, I don't at least read uh, comments uh, very often. On Patreon, it's different because we, we know most of you guys. Everybody's still talking about that Sheriff Joe show that we, that we did. It's still on the charts, which days later is, is highly unusual. Yeah. Um, it shows you how fucked the Apple charts are, too, by the way, because our show is down to 150th right now or something, but we have three episodes in the top 100. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. No, it's not no, based no, on, no. like, viewers or anything. No, and we're one of, like, four shows, I think, that does it, but um, the, the, one of the comments that just came in on, on Patreon said... What a wild episode with Sheriff Joe. Uh, I'm up here in Springfield, and he says, uh, thanks, boys. Uh, Gerard, a.k.a. the Victorian Hobo. Now, I'm a huge fan of that name, and I don't know if that's a, a username or just his nickname in real life. What I mean, like Victorian from the Victorian period of England? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out all of it. <laughs> or in Springfield, Mass., is there a Victoria village or land or something like that? I don't know. Victorian's a style of uh, architecture as well. So maybe he hangs out outside of Victorian fucking buildings. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Retard Jimmy, though. Yeah, Retard Jimmy is another thing we've yeah. been working on. Uh, are we keeping that close to the vest? Are we letting people in on it? That was a teaser. Oh, okay. I guess, yeah. Okay. I think we should do that show tomorrow. Um, we've been uh, out of control this week, and... I think the Retard Jimmy show should be tomorrow, and that's something we're, uh, we're working on. It's more of a, a reality show. Yeah. Uh, it's, for, what would you say, uh, Discovery Plus? Um, I, maybe uh, HGTV or that's Bra- what I'm saying. Yeah, or Bravo. Yeah, one yeah, of those. They, they yeah. merged with, with uh, Discovery Plus. I think it's whatever the opposite of Chip and Joanne are doing. And, uh, and it's with a, with a character named Retard Jimmy. Oh, here, see, we have it again. Um, Nathaniel uh, Atios in the chat says, it's the insult y'all said to the couple on the Patreon Christmas special when they were drinking gin straight. You called them Victorian hobos. Because <laughs> nobody fucking drinks gin. <laughs> Only poor people drink gin. Well, that's, that's not true. That's not true. I think Ryan Reynolds just sold his gin company for, what, $400 million yeah, I guarantee like you that. he didn't drink one glass I of know. that shit. Nobody. No. Nobody drinks gin. It's gross. No one out there. I don't even know how that sale was real. I still haven't seen a bottle of it in real life, by the way. Uh, I've seen Aviator. Have you? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. But good for you. Uh, title of the show is uh, Transurrection. 
which might be one of our finest here. If you haven't heard, kids, there was a transgender insurrection this week in Oklahoma. Uh, This happened at the Oklahoma State Capitol uh, by transgender rights activists, um, which sparked an online debate about whether or not the demonstration is comparable to the January 6th U.S. Capitol insurrection by Trump supporters. Now, according to the Oklahoma Daily, around 150 people entered the building on Monday protesting two bills introduced to state senates that would restrict gender-related health care. Many sported trans flags and held placards that carried the phrases including, we are not a threat, so stop making us a target, and stop health care bans on trans. Right. Now, footage taken by Nick Camper, a reporter for local news channel K4, KFOR, uh, shows activists chanting trans lives matter uh, in the main atrium of the Capitol and other clips they can be seen shouting protect trans kids and we are Oklahoma. Which yeah, is strange I don't know. To me. That's a weird one. Um, yeah. First of all, trans kids shouldn't be a phrase. That's not a thing. Tra- I don't think that trans anything is a real thing. That's nonsense. Right? But trans kids. Well, that's just predatory. So it's like uh, the one of their banners reads... We are not a threat, so stop making us a target. Okay, cool. Well, let's negotiate. Yeah. Stop trying to cut kids' dicks and tits off. The uh, end. You can do whatever you want. You can mangle your fucking body however you want. Yeah. Uh, but here's two things that aren't going to happen. You're not going to fuck with kids, and we're not going to persist in your fucking delusion. Seems reasonable. The end on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Big time, yeah. Like I if, saw- if somebody was like, some, there are people out there that still believe that Elvis is alive, right? And if they were required, like... They're trying to pass laws to make you accept that as well. Yes. That's what this is. This is fucking nonsense. Shut the fuck up. Uh, now, to the question opposed in the original paragraph, which is, is this similar to the quote-unquote insurrection on January 6th? The, the answer is yes, because neither one of them is really that big a deal. No. This is nonsense. It's not an insurrection. It's a fucking protest. Shut the fuck up. Let people out of jail. Uh, and maybe put some FBI people in jail because they're the ones that caused the whole goddamn thing. Now, in, in, in me personally, I don't give a fuck about protests. The trans kids thing is the only ones I, I didn't I, care I have an issue dur- with it. During I, the I, Roe v. Wade thing when the fucking feminist people stormed the Senate, the Hart Senate building. Me neither. Uh, they occupied it and fucking protested. I don't give a shit. Me neither. Because, uh, you know, during the civil rights movement, people would go into colleges and state houses and courthouses and shit and sit down and refuse to leave. Don't care. Me neither. Don't care. I mean, I, I care about justice and things like that, and I don't want people to get hurt, but I, I'm not going to pretend like action against the state to try to protect somebody's rights is somehow a bad thing. Fuck you, because that's exactly what this country is all about. The other part, too, is we all pay taxes, um, and, wow. if we, and we, most of us vote. Right. So with that, if you're not happy with the people you voted in and want to go protest inside their buildings mm-hmm. or whatever, I don't really have an issue with it. We're paying for the goddamn buildings themselves. Mm-hmm. It's us. It's not them. Uh, the only issue I have is the trans kids things. And then on the other side, as far as the left goes, let's not pretend that Trump supporters were, were the only bad people who stormed a government building. It's happened a bunch of fucking times. Yeah including this week. Sorry it wasn't the cause you liked, uh, but chances are 
you don't really like this cause either. I don't know if you saw Matt Walsh's uh, Instagram today. I don't watch anything he does. He's a fucking idiot. Okay, so with that, he came in front of Congress, and uh, one of the good things he did was he tried to get one of them to answer if uh, uh, you should be able to do surgeries, perform surgeries uh, on kids <clears throat> under the age of 16, and not one Democrat would answer the question. Sure, yeah. They moved on and they said, we're asking you the questions. You don't get to ask any questions, which I find to be bullshit. So yeah. uh, with that, yeah, that's the only problem I have with this story. Other than that, fuck off with it. You know what I'm saying? We pay for this shit. If you're not happy about it, you're not doing a great job. Well, chances are bad shit's going to happen. We saw this in New Jersey this yeah. week. Um, what is it? Two city council member- members have, have now been murdered there yeah two republican city councilors in different parts of the state have been assassinated this week Mm -hmm. which is kind of weird super strange uh we got a bunch of dms asking us to to chat about it but this story is kind of developing i before we got on air i said hey it would be very odd if these two weren't related being in the same state because this doesn't happen very often at all january 6th somebody just posted january 6th and the that's good Okay, I like that. I like that, because it was on February 6th. Oh, a big fan of that, yeah. 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 Um, anyways. January 6th is a good one. Uh, and then as far as uh, people who still think Elvis is still alive, Giorgio raised his hands. Um, look, I think there's a lot of us out there regarding Elvis who have suspicious minds about it. Uh, so I... Ha, 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 ha. I'm you not really a- weren't listening to Joe yesterday. <laughs> Who? He, he was told us Elvis, Elvis is still alive. Who said yeah. that? Arpaio, yeah. Did he really? Yeah. yeah I he, didn't hear that. Elvis is hiding underneath Obama's long-form birth certificate. Oh, uh, well, yeah, the one with the kitten paw. Yeah. The cat um, paw on it. <laughs> I still don't think he understands what's happening. No, I, I, I don't either. And uh, if you're still going back to listen to that show, I highly recommend it. It was uh, yeah. completely out of control. Now, I'm not entirely sure. Like the kid thing in this, obviously, you know my opinion on that. But the protest itself, I'm not sure, is in error because the, it's in response to Senate Bill 129 in Oklahoma, which would ban gender reassignment surgery for anybody under 26 years of age. Um. And Senate Bill 122, which would prohibit people under the age of 18 from undergoing medical treatment for gender reassignment. Now, the latter one I agree with. You're not an adult yet, legally speaking, until you're 18. So you shouldn't be getting your dick and tits cut off. But if you're fucking 25 years old, that's none of the government's business. Right. I don't like you. You either believe in small government or you don't. So if you're one of these conservatives that when you agree with it, when it's okay for the fucking government to step in for the state to step in and leverage their authority against private citizens doing what they want then you're not a conservative you're a cunt frankly right and that's what matt walsh is because all for the for the last month now he's been pining for the same kind of criminal justice system that singapore has where people get put to death for small crimes and stuff like that mm-hmm. he's a fucking piece of shit but he is right about some things some things uh and then as far <laughs> as the age thing is i agree with you 100 percent on that if you're 26 years old mm-hmm. you're a fucking grown-up you want to cut you want to cut off your fucking arms on top of your dick go ahead and do that as well nobody's stopping you and at 26 years old your brain is fully formed you're a goddamn adult and uh and hopefully you make your own living in this world so do whatever the fuck you want at that point um, yeah. i'm sure giorgio does some weird shit but oh yeah someone in the adult. chat somebody in the chat says hot bob was in oklahoma oh right now was there a spawning 
I, was there a hot bomb spotting? Do we know? Uh, yeah, you guys look through the coverage of that whole insurrection in Oklahoma City and see if you find Bob walking around. What if Bob was our George Santos here for the network? Oh, he's like straight up fucking in drag up there. <laughs> pretending like his kid's sick so he can go protest at the Capitol. Singing, Oklahoma. Uh, he's, he's over there. <laughs> what if they just broke out in, in song for Oklahoma out there? I mean, it'd be on the nose, but I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, th- so it's not, I don't, I don't think they would be good at it. Mm-hmm. Have you seen these people? No. Like old school gay dudes would. Yeah. Right? But not these fucking dudes pretending to be women. That's you get some real thing. hard stonewall motherfuckers up there. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> then shit's rad. But these guys, eh, not a prayer. Is Bob alive, by the way? People are asking. No idea. Delco doesn't know. It's his co-host on, uh, on Softcore. I, the other, what was it, last night when we left? You were mm-hmm. just doing Softcore history with Without, strangers outside. Yeah, it was just me, Giorgio. Oh, did Giorgio hop on last night? And Jake. Oh, that's great. What was the theme? Yeah, what'd you guys have? Roswell. Oh, oh New Mexico. About how bad Roswell sucks, yeah. No. Because it does Mostly. suck. I, I was city. there in body and kind of in spirit, sort of. Sure. Beautiful city, Roswell, New Mexico. Spent a lot of time there. By a lot of time, I mean seven full days. And that's a lot of time in Roswell, New Mexico. Felt like a lifetime, friend. Next up, the State of the Union is, well, it's dementia. Uh, The State of the Union rarely previews big battles in Congress. Tuesday night's row between President Joe Biden and the GOP lawmakers may prove to be an exception. Biden's speech began as a promise to play nice with the newly empowered House Republicans, but then things went stunningly off script there as GOP jeering escalated throughout the roughly 75 minutes, drowning out some of the president's biggest moments on Adderall. Sorry, I added that myself and foreshadowing a long two years to come under divided governments. By the end, the GOP's heckling from uh, secure the border chance to Bullshit, which is one of my favorites at every uh, NFL and or college game, uh, broke out. And uh, it marked an ominous start for Biden and Speaker Kevin McCarthy's high stakes partnership this year. But it's a TV show that people are finished watching. I yes. Think, right. Like, I, don't, I, I really feel like people don't give a fuck about any of this anymore. They're like, oh, this there's uh, Skeletor, Marjorie Taylor Greene dressed like a fucking clown talking shit and then lauren bobert who just graduated high school in her 30s 10 minutes ago mm-hmm. you know running their fucking suck holes and then this guy with literal vascular dementia just and you know it's easy to theorize that people might not give a shit or they're tuned out of it but it's actually uh the nielsen ratings are helping us so um i don't think anybody gives a shit about the circus or these clowns and it's backed up by the data so the State of the Union address this week had the lowest amount of viewers in 30 years. Wow. Down 30% from last year. Okay. Um, CNN, uh, with only 2.4 million viewers, suffered the biggest decline compared to a year ago, losing about half of its total audience. So what does that tell you? It, it tells me that <clears throat> it isn't Republicans tuning out from this because Fox led the ratings again. Yep. Right. It tells me that liberals are tired of this demented old turd and they want somebody else there. That's what it tells me. Yeah, like it, and, and as I'm looking at the numbers here, so the total 
uh, estimated uh, viewers here was uh, 27.3 million. Uh, to put that in perspective, and that's across what? I believe 12 networks at that point. You're looking at CBS, ABC, NBC, mm-hmm. Fox, uh, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, MSNBC, all those yeah. other guys. Uh, for one Monday night football game, the last Monday night football game of the year, you were around 28 million for one network, and that was ESPN. So if people are tuning in for a Monday night football game uh, versus the State of the Union here uh, on 12 different networks, you're done. Uh, with all of this shit though, what I'm finding more and more, um, I don't know if you are as well is, uh, I think people are checking out of politics altogether. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's genuinely both sides. Yes. You have this, you know, old fuck in there with dementia who nobody really respects and, and he's not doing a lot. The Chinese spy balloon bullshit didn't help him either. Obviously when he just let that thing sail across the United States, um, especially when you had a president there that was very aggressive in the last term, which is blowing people up. Uh, that thing would have been gone from the goddamn sky in 10 seconds, and he probably would have done it himself. But with that, you're heading into this era now of politics where you're, you're starting to talk about more uh, things that we talked about yesterday with, with the kiss between you know, Kamala's husband and Jill Biden. Yep. You're starting to talk about uh, outfits worn. Uh, we're starting to get into an NBA level type of uh, game of politics here where people care more about the craziness that's going on in the outfit selection versus actual politics these mm-hmm. days. Um, and to your point about Bobert and those guys, like, look, Bobert's going to get the headlines because she's hot. AOC, same thing. But I, I, whether you want to admit it or not, there is a huge segment of people who find both of them attractive. Oh, no, I saw it. She was at a shot show walking around and everybody... Uh, look, it's not. That's not the crowd that has the fucking highest IQ either, frankly. But um, but it, it's nothing about IQ. It's eye candy, and I think that's where we're kind of headed in all of this. Of who can be most famous, who can be most popular, who can cause a stir, who can get a moment on social media. It's starting to feel politics is starting to feel like the Met Gala to me, where we're more concerned with who's going to show up in a fucking grimace costume. And, and rather than who's going to actually fix our country. Well, I mean, here's a good uh, exercise. Close your eyes and listen to what people are saying. Forget about all the fucking sleight of hand and the appearance and all that bullshit. Do, do the things they say make sense? The and politicians he, themselves? Yes. The answer will be no. They're all fucking stupid bitches that have no fucking, absolutely no business being in charge of anything, mm-hmm. much less other people. And that's, why, that's how we've gotten to where we are right now because they are incompetent and they know they're incompetent and that's why these unelected bureaucrats persist across four or five different fucking presidents, mm-hmm. right? And they gain uh, uh, insane amounts of power because they're the only ones there who actually, quote unquote, know how it works. Right. So the politicians just do whatever they fucking tell them to do. We're not, we don't have a, a representative democracy anymore in this republic. That's not a thing anymore. We have uh, a, a fucking, it's just a goddamn clown show. It's an absolute clown show. It is, and they don't give a fuck about us. Um, last night, I was at a, a dinner with some higher-up finance people, right? And I was asking them about uh, who's in office and what, and they don't really give a shit of, of who, is, who is president. They more or less care about uh, American people and being able to afford housing and, and, and things like that. And I said, well, what's your biggest takeaway from what's going on now? And what are you guys worried about, uh, about the future financially for, for all of us? And the, the most stunning thing they said last night was 
what's going on now with with record inflation and all this other shit uh, and the Fed's hiking these rates mm-hmm. and all of it <clears throat> is that it is going to divide the rich from the poor and there will be no middle class if this keeps going on very soon. And he goes, I wish politicians were talking about that versus one side or the other and everything well, else. Politicians are doing this on purpose. I, no, I understand that. But if they were doing this to help American citizens, that's what they should be concerned about. Mm. But they're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, they're, 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 it's not that they're not concerned about American citizens. It's that they're trying actively to fuck over American citizens. Yes. And, and that's what they, they, they felt that all of this seemed like of like, what is the end goal for all of this? Mm. And it's divide and conquer is what they said, essentially, of like, you're going to have super rich and you're going to have poor. And if you think people are bitching about it now on social media and online, it's going to get worse. And, uh, and that was my biggest takeaway from last night. And they were like, we don't really give a fuck who's in there. But you, you got to start electing people who can actually uh, get things done for average citizens yeah. and not themselves, or you're all fucked. Well, talking about get, getting things done, uh, well, let's go ahead into the, what I think is the biggest story of the year. Okay. It might be the biggest story of our lifetime, okay. to be honest. Um, so the United States government bombed Nord Stream 2. And we have actual confirmation and proof of this. So I'll read the story. The, bom- okay. the bombing of Nord Stream underwater gas pipelines in the Baltic Sea was a covert operation ordered by the White House and carried out by the CIA. Uh, a report by a veteran investigative journalist claims, one of the most uh, respected journalists in the history of this country, Seymour Hersh. Uh, right? Pulitzer Prize winner. Yeah, yep. multiple Pulitzer Prize yep. winners, yeah. Uh, he claimed that U.S. deep-sea divers using a NATO military exercises cover, which we remember we talked about at the time, planted mines along the pipelines that were later detonated remotely. Now, in September, a series of powerful explosions destroyed the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines that run through the Baltic Sea from Russia to Germany, and they provide cheap gas to mainland Europe, primarily natural gas. Mm -hmm. That's what they send. And that was after Germany had started shutting off their nuclear power plants. They just demolished another one this past week. That was their primary source of energy. So. We blew up Europe's main source of energy. Yes. The CIA did that. Yeah. Right? Now, the attack was soon received to have been a deliberate act, but no culprit was identified. The American government accused Russia of doing it, but everybody, I think, knew that it was the United States that did it, I think. Well, when you and I covered this story on the, the show, how many months ago was this? Six, six months. Or seven, was yeah. in September when it happened. Yeah, six or seven months ago. When you and I covered this story, I thought it was Russia. Um, and I thought they were trying to fuck over the rest of Europe by saying, hey, if you're, if you're thinking about joining the war on Ukraine's side, think again because we could shut off your fucking energy real goddamn quick. Yeah, but they could do that anyway just by fucking flipping a switch. They don't have to blow up their own pipeline to do that. Yes, but, but by blowing up the pipeline, it kind of left it open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Now, what that interpretation was, we didn't know until today. Yeah. Um, so... <clears throat> He's confirming this, essentially, is what you're saying? Yeah, he has multiple reports from people from the agency, people that were involved in the operation. It was called uh, Balt Ops, B-A-L-T-O-P-S-22. That was the name of the operation. Okay. Uh, the, the uh, what do you call it, the NATO exercise. And there's a 5,000-word report. You can look up Seymour Hersh's substack. It's called How America Took Out the Nord Stream 2, uh, or Took Out the Nord Stream um, it, it's easy to find. I'm not going to read the whole thing here. Go do your own fucking research on this. But I've read the entire fucking thing, and I've read two more reports uh, uh, from other people that are independently confirming what he's saying. 
So just to be clear, I want to recap this and make sure we're saying this in as plain English as possible. Leading up to this conflict between Russia and Ukraine, two things went down. One is the Russians and Ukrainians appeared to have some kind of negotiation plan, right, to stop the conflict from happening in the first place, and NATO and the United States undercut that plan. That's what we know. Now we know that the U.S. also used military operators to bomb the goddamn pipeline. Mm Mm-hmm. This is a black flag operation, right? Like, you you oh, it's a fucking conspiracy theory. They would never do that. Well, we know they did. The FBI fucking was planting bombs down in Florida, right? Yeah. In, so in we could go attack yeah. Cuba and shit like yeah. that. We know that they, they do this shit all the time. And here they are caught fucking again. So what is the purpose of this? I don't know. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. And this is what I was trying to figure out six or seven months ago when we first talked about this on this show. What is the actual purpose? Because... If Europe knew that it was the United States right away, mm-hmm. that would have triggered a, a world war uh, from Europe to us, one would imagine, right? No, the, the Europe is weak. They don't have... I, to me, this is probably to make Europe dependent on us instead of Russia, so they would play, so they would agree. Because remember, Germany didn't want to get involved in this at all. They didn't want to mm-hmm. send the military. They didn't want to send tanks. Germany's been notoriously absent with regard to spending the, the allotted amount of their GDP on NATO and things like that. And the United States has been pressuring and bitching, blah, 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 for fucking 10 years about it now. So this, to me, is just putting Germany in a bad situation where they have to come back to us and be relying on us. This is international terrorism conducted by the United States government. That's what that is. So Joe Biden, all the fucking commanders in the military right now, they are fucking guilty of international terrorism. That is exactly what the fuck this is. So from a Russia standpoint, I'm sure that they have access to the same information that we do. If you're looking at this from a Russian standpoint, how is this not an act of war from the United States towards them? Everything we've done since this conflict started was a fucking act of war, right? Mm -hmm. I've made this point many times before. I I don't agree with Russia invading Ukraine. I didn't agree with uh, the United States invading Iraq either, right? But if Russia had started supplying fucking money and weapons to Iraq while we were deployed there, that would be an act of war. We would consider it an act of war. And that's exactly what we're fucking doing right now. Uh, the other part that I find odd to this is uh, today it was announced uh, that Russia is amassing 1,800 tanks, 700 aircraft, uh, and an additional 500,000 men for a new assault in 10 days. Is this in response to this? Or is this the, are, are we the only ones that are kind of talking about this right now? Um, I, I don't see, uh, by the way, I don't see the story anywhere. Oh, it's not going to be in the mainstream news. Here, and here's why. The people who cover the Pentagon... The people who cover the White House, the people who cover the intelligence community, if they challenge their fucking, uh, uh, the people they're asking questions to, the Pentagon, the Joint Chiefs, the Secretary of Defense and all this stuff, if they challenge the DNI, the CIA on any of this stuff, then they, the CIA, the, those agencies will fucking remove their access and they will lose their jobs as journalists, right? Got it, got it. That's why they won't do it. To me, it's fucking cowardice, frankly. Like, go do your job. So what's the end game in all of this? Um, you know, because even with Germany, they're, they're, today they're suggesting a return to uh, conscription. Like, what's going to happen with this entire conflict? Because clearly, we're in war. Uh, some people are asking today, there was some news outlets that were asking today, if we were just already late to World War Three at this point, like, where do we go from here? Well, here's with all this information coming. Yeah, out. you you met, this is the next story, but you mentioned it already. Um, Russia is amassing about two to three hundred thousand additional troops right now. They've already got uh, five hundred thousand people in Ukraine right now. 
They're, they're getting ready to send two to 300,000 more into Ukraine, uh, including 1,800 tanks, uh, about 4,000 armored personnel carriers, uh, 400 fighter jets, 300 helicopter, attack helicopters, so on and so forth. I think 2,700 artillery guns and a bunch of rocket launchers and other bullshit. This is all, in 10 days, this is all getting sent into Ukraine again. And I guess I, the, the question is, what exactly would Russia, I mean, look, the U.S. has been tiptoeing around war here uh, uh, for, for this entire time. I wonder what it would take for us to actually start fighting, right? I, here's what I know. 101st Airborne Unit right now is getting stood up on, on uh, orders to deploy to Ukraine. Okay. And so is a Special Forces Unit right now. So uh, um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, there was an Uber driver uh, who listened to the show who asked me to ask you this the other night. And, uh, and I said I would. Um, he said, ask Dan this, if one boot from, a, from a, a U.S. soldier hits that soil, is that it? And then we're in World War III? Yeah, that's exactly how Vietnam started. But there are American boots in, in Ukraine right now. On the ground. Oh, yeah. Okay. Military assets. Because he was asking an older gentleman who was driving me, and, uh, and he said, ask Dan, you'll know. And I go, why wouldn't I know? And he goes, well, you seem pretty dumb half the time. And I'm like, and that's not true. That's well, not he, true. And, he and Sheriff Joe agree on that, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it, that's what it will take? Uh, it'll be, um, honestly, I think four, three or four years from now, we'll be in a ground war with, in, in Ukraine against Russia, yeah. In three or four years. Yeah. So this whole conflict's going to drag out another three to four years yep. before we actually get involved and we're in a World mm-hmm. War Three. Hundred percent. I I would I mean just hearing that out loud right now. Uh, I would say earlier simply because I don't think in a like in, in let's say DeSantis got in right in 2024, which I think he will. Um, if he did, I don't see that. I don't see him wanting to hop into this shit in three to four years. It, that's not how it works. I mean, JFK didn't want to hop into it either, right? It started with fucking under Nixon with 800 dudes, I think. Okay. Uh, and then on, by the time JFK was assassinated, it had already gotten up to 15,000 troops in country, even though he was actively trying to fight it. And then, you know, by the time LBJ was there, it was like 350,000 people. So things happened very... They, they happen slow. There's a slow build, and then rapid. Uh, ra- it, it grows rapidly right at the end before it fucking contracts again. Okay. That's usually how these things go. So to be honest, I think DeSantis is a globalist. Like He's fucking all the same people that donate money to all these other Republican rhino cunts. He's getting money from them right now. Look at the fucking news. He's, he's getting money from the same people. What do you think he's going to say? Like, oh, no, I'm not doing that, even though you gave me money. No, that's how fucking American politics works. You... Rooting for fucking politicians is like rooting for the motherfucking umpire. You have to be a fucking dumb sap to do that shit. It's not that I'm rooting for politicians. I'm just looking at what is most likely to happen and trying to figure out if there is a way out of this. Because, look, you were in one for you know, a war that lasted 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to see this in my fucking lifetime, especially for two countries that, frankly, I don't give a shit about. Yep. So I'm just looking for ways or people who could potentially avoid this? The only person that would fucking avoid it is Donald Trump, frankly. As, as and why, why do you say because that? Because he doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. Except for money. Well, he doesn't care about money either. I mean, he cares about his personal finances, obviously. But for him, he's got an idea of what the world should be and what America should be, and that's what he's going to do regardless of who pressures him on it. 
And you, you know that because his entire party is anti fucking mandates and don't like this fucking vaccine. And he's out there on the stump still taking credit for that shit. Right. Yeah. That's how, you know, he doesn't give a fuck about any of this other stuff. DeSantis isn't like that. He's a politician, right? It is what it is. I don't, it's not that, that I just dislike the guy out of, out of pocket, but he's a politician and he will do politician shit. If DeSantis gets elected, we'll be at war with Russia. In my opinion. Because it's good for our country financially? No, because that's just how the fucking war machine operates, and he wouldn't be strong. You, there's a lot of sacrifice involved in saying no to these people. And usually what it means is not getting a second term in office. That's what happened to Trump. So with Trump, let's say he got in there. Do you think he would just walk away from this and be like, hey, that's somebody else's fight, and I don't give a I shit? I think he would immediately end all fucking money going there, yes. Okay. That's, that's what I've heard behind the scenes, yeah. Well, it could be the best option. Then. That's the only option, in my opinion. The other option is war. And at some time in the next two years, we're going to start seeing American troops die there. Right. Over another. Mm-hmm. Over some people that I don't give two fucks me about. Me neither. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. Uh, Sponsor-wise, first up is our title sponsor, who puts this shit wagon on the air day in and day out. That is ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Love you guys. We miss it on the road here. Wish we could take... The goddamn mattresses and the pillows straight to the Airbnbs. Not that it's not lovely. It's just not a ghost bed. Well, actually, I did bring my pillow. Did you really? Fuck yeah, I did. You fucker. I, brought, I bought a bigger suitcase um, just so I, my pillow will fit in it whenever <laughs> I go place. I'm not even kidding. No, I, 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 yeah. Don't doubt you. I fucking love that pillow. You're the most prepared traveler of all time, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm the least, I think. Yeah, you're, you're uh, basically retarded. Borderline. Yeah. Borderline. Uh, it's up in the air. It's, mm-hmm. it's real questionable at this point. But there should be no question when it comes to mattresses who the best in the biz is. And that's Ghostbed. Right now, they're giving you 30% off a mattress and two free luxury pillows when you order. Also, you want to pop in that promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. You get 30% off everything in the entire store. The sheets are amazing. Highly recommend the sheets. Uh, the cover, if you got kids who are hopping on the beds and, uh, uh, or your, you and your wife or, or, I don't know, George Santos are doing butt stuff with your lovers, that cover is going to protect that nice white mattress. Uh, now, the weighted blanket I don't have, but everybody loves the goddamn thing. Uh, and some people were asking me about the new 3D matrix, matrix mattress. And yes, that is, you can get that for 30% off as well. Uh, you can also put it in a bundle package and get 40% off. If you get that adjustable base, dog, uh, that adjustable base is amazing. Comes with a super sleek remote control. And if your loved one goes to sleep or wants to stay up longer than you, it'll come with a split king if you order that option and you get two remote controls on that now when you check out at the bottom of the page you're going to see a 60 month page you go program no interest as long as you have decent credit at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros when you check that box all the deals that i mentioned are applicable with that and you my friends can walk out of there with a brand new bedroom set for about 25 bucks a month Head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Uh, next up, Russia is planning a massive assault. Uh, so as you know, we were talking about it and going through the numbers with all of this stuff. Um, I wanted to get in deeper to some of these numbers here with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you mentioned the 500,000 soldiers. How many do we have 
in uh, uh, the the Iraq War, for for example? Um, that's good. I think three hundred fifty thousand was the most we had in country at any time. Okay, and what's the country size of uh, Iraq compared to Ukraine? Uh, square mileage. I have no idea. They're probably pretty similar, though. Okay, Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine. I, I mean, I'm huge. just looking at it geographically on a map. There, Ukraine is huge. It's like the second biggest country in Europe. Yeah, but it's about the size of Texas, right? Didn't we say that it was like 30 million people? Or oh, that's population-wise. Yeah, yeah. population-wise. Oh, no, yeah. no po- I, I don't know about that. Hold on a look. Um, but with that, you know, as, as we were looking at all these numbers here going through, why is Russia having so much trouble getting through here if they have a half a million people trying to roll into that country? Well, c- because they're incompetent. They're not good at fighting war. So they just don't have... Proper leadership? No, it's they, they, they're not good at fight. They, they, well, yeah, I guess that's part of it. They just don't know how to strategically fucking fight wars. They don't know how to do just classic fucking war maneuvers like pincer maneuvers or the ability to, like, do you remember at the outset of the war, they were all over the country. That's not how you fight a fucking war. Like, yeah, you send sorties and special forces to attack uh, key military installations and knock out uh, maybe power, although it's not necessary to do that, but knock out missile batteries and things like that around certain areas. Mm-hmm. But primarily, you want to fucking push your main force through a country, right, from east, west, west, east, north, south, whatever it is, but, like, maintain your force because by doing that, you're maintaining your supply lines as well. And they haven't done any of that shit. They've been all over the fucking place. So, to be honest... I don't, I don't know if it's on purpose, if this is all just a charade, or if they're truly that incompetent. My, my gut tells me they're really that incompetent because Russia's never been particularly good at fighting wars. Okay, because I, I can't figure it out. So we'll go to the 1,800 tanks uh, here next. With 1,800 tanks, and I know Biden has said we're shipping some over to Ukraine. Uh, as we mentioned on a show a few weeks ago, that's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. That shit's not going to get there till. till I mean, technically, fall. it would take five years. Yeah, to get, to, them to get all, all the tanks, of them over yeah. there, right. So with Russia, uh, and especially their proximity to the Ukraine, why wouldn't 1,800 tanks be enough to just go ahead and level all of it if they wanted to? I mean, I guess technically it would, but you, uh, you know, the ghost of Kiev will get them all. What's well, Kiev? That's a definitely a real thing. It's Kiev. It's not, that's nothing, none of this is real. It doesn't feel like No. That. And so when I read these it's, numbers now, and, now and, and it, we go now, through it. Now's a very good time to go watch Wag the Dog. It was a movie that came out in 1997, I believe. Yeah. Dennis Leary's in it. Uh, Hoffman's in it. Yeah. It's, it's good. Go watch it, and you'll see exactly what the fuck's going on right here. Yeah, because as we, we pour through these numbers, it just doesn't make any sense how you can't win this war pretty quickly. The next one up here uh, was 3,950 armored vehicles. Mm-hmm. Those are, per, those are armored troop carriers. So each one of those carries, I don't know what, which ones exactly they're sending, but let's just say conservatively, each one of those holds eight to 10 dudes mm-hmm. and an armored thing. And it, the purpose of that is to do patrols and to go into hostile environments uh, where you're going to take some small arms fire and then you get out, fucking go clear buildings and shit like that and take over cities. That's what the purpose of that is. Okay. Um, because it seems like a lot and that would help. Um, and you should be able to advance pretty quickly with something like that. We'll get to the next one. By the way, Texas is uh, bigger than Ukraine. Oh, what the uh, fuck, bro? And, uh, but Iraq and Afghanistan, Iraq and Ukraine have about the same population, give or take a couple. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll move on to the next number here. 400 fighter jets. To me, if, if, if they have 400 fighter jets, couldn't they just go bombs away all goddamn day long and, and mm-hmm. end this in, in a week? 
Yeah, I mean, you you got to wonder why. Like, if I'm Russia, I'm I'm killing Zelensky. Like, I'm clipping that dude. That's the first thing. I'm. That's the only thing I'm even trying to do. Yes. Right. Uh, if they're actually trying to take over the country, and they've never made any attempts so so far as we know, mm-hmm. um, there have been rumors and shit, but nothing. Like we. we we, would, we bombed the goddamn Nordstrom, too. We would have put out propaganda if there was any evidence we could link to them trying to do that. So it, it's clear what they're trying to do. They're trying to secure the east side of the country, like I said, fucking, sick, what, a year ago when the shit started. Um, but even they can't even do that. I don't, th- none of this stuff is going to help, I don't think. Uh, so uh, you brought up something interesting about Clip and Zelensky here. Um, he's been on every single fucking talk show meeting, everything, not just in the U S around the world. Mm. Um, he's the guy right now. He just did a European tour begging for planes. Yes. And and so I believe he's in what great Britain yesterday, uh, Uh, the day before, you know, same thing. He showed up with King Charles. Yeah. Which is weird because, uh, King Charles had some pudding on his fingers and he made him lick it off instead of kissing the ring. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, that ring is about to pop off. So it's probably a hazard. Yeah. At any moment, he doesn't want to catch shrapnel on his face. So he just licked pudding off his fingers. Instead, his little sausage swelled up. Great fingers to lick pudding off of. You can get a lot of, they don't, they're not going to show you that on the news though. They're not. I had to watch Alex Jones to find that out. Yeah. And that was a, that was a nice clip that he shared. Um, but, but with that, even clipping him to stop him going all over the world, uh, to millions and millions of people and talking about the plight of Ukraine and mm-hmm. the people and how we need money, we all need to join in a fight. Wouldn't that be worth it from Russia's point of view? Oh, yeah, dude. So if Russia was trying to clip that dude, he'd be dead, in my opinion. Because they have, yeah. they have assets all over the fucking world and a, basically an endless supply of money, right? Not the, not the Russian government or economy, but the fucking oligarchs who actually want this shit to happen. They want that natural gas in the fucking eastern part of Ukraine mm-hmm. because they're going to make billions of dollars off of it. That's, this is all about that, right? The, the oligarchs are manipulating Putin, in my opinion, because he wants to be Peter. He wants to be Peter the Great, mm-hmm. right? He wants, to bring, he wants to be a czar. He wants to bring the Russian empire back. But all they, they're just a criminal enterprise. All they want to do is fucking get him to take over Crimea, get over, to take over Georgia, get him to take over fucking eastern Ukraine, and then possibly northern Ukraine as well, so they can get that natural gas, send it down to Europe, and make billions of dollars just about money it's just about money for russia but what is it about for us because we're we're everything we're doing is stupid and and that's what i'm having the hardest time figuring out we're arming a country that is full of authoritarians and nazis and what the fuck is this well this doesn't make any sense well the only the other thing that doesn't make any sense to me is let's say we send all this money over there we send all these weapons and then russia ends up taking over ukraine Oh, yeah, they're going Wouldn't to. our weapons become their weapons then at that point? Right. So what's the fucking point? Like, what am I missing here? Like, all of it, to go back to what you said earlier, all of this doesn't seem real because who gets the, like, I'm trying to find a winner in all this, and it's really goddamn hard to figure out one other than Russia. To what you said about the billions of dollars in natural gas, mm-hmm. what do we get out of this? Well, what we get is... Um a constant state of conflict as a distraction for domestic issues. That doesn't help us any. It doesn't help you and I. No. But it helps the American oligarchs quite a bit. Mm. And so you think that's what all of this is? Yeah. What else would it be? I don't know. I I have no idea at this point. It is always about money and power. No matter what anybody says or whatever, however they try to moralize the issue, like, oh, we've got to help Ukraine. Like, 
okay, do we have to help Venezuela as well? Do we got to deploy there next and send them guns? Like, who, who all do we need to help before we help our fucking selves? Exactly, right? None, it doesn't, if you just listen to what these people are saying, they're trying to moralize this in advance because they know where it's going. It's going American troops on the ground in Russia. That's where it's headed. So, because when I, when I read these numbers here, again, I'll, I'll read these off one more time. 1,800 tanks, 3,950 armored vehicles, 400 fighter jets, 300 helicopters for this uh, alleged attack. Now, again, this is according to a, a Ukrainian official. When I read numbers like this, I think to myself, a country like, like Russia, if they truly had all this, mm-hmm. would just be able to take over Ukraine in seven days, seven or eight days. To be honest, I think uh, one American Special Forces unit or uh, squadron and air support could take over Ukraine in a couple of weeks. Okay. So let's say it's two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is this then a, a fake report that Ukrainian officials are putting out? Oh, no, 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 no. You, so you think this is real? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, and you know that's another part I couldn't figure out. I've seen, I've I've read uh, two or three of these articles now. You can see the uh, the satellite images of the forces massing and stuff like that, and they're just estimates, right? Based on we know the uh, we take a picture with a satellite, we know that this much space. It's like the little fucking uh, uh, distance converters on a map mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, okay, well, this object, this piece of artillery is this big, so in that amount of space with them stacked all together like that, it's this many of them, right? That's how they come up with these numbers. All right. Because, uh, you know, again, w- once you're looking at all this stuff, like, you know, the last question I'll, I'll, I'll ask you here, uh, and simply because you have experience in, in this and, and not me, obviously, is uh, um, if they were to get all of their shit together and, and, and all their leaders together and everything else with all of this fucking artillery and take over Ukraine in two weeks, then what happens? Would... The U.S. back out of this? Would we stop giving money? Would we, would we try to fight back? Or do we enter the war and then try to help Ukraine get their country back? What would the U.S. do at that point if they were actually effective? I think the, the first thing that the U.S. would do was um, induct every neighboring country that wanted to be into NATO, and like Finland and places like that. Places that uh, Scandinavian countries and things like that that Russia has warned us not to do. That would be the first thing just to escalate against them without actually doing anything kinetic. Okay. To tr- try to bait them into attacking a country that is under NATO control. That way they can fucking unload the full force of NATO on Russia. That would be, that would be the smartest, I guess, if you want to call it smart thing to do. Okay. And from, you know, if it, if it happened in under two weeks, you're, you're still saying we would go to war, but it would be in three or four years. Yeah, because it takes a lot of time for them. I mean, look, this war has been, does it feel like this war has been going on for a year? Mm. Nine days from today is a year anniversary of this war starting. It does to me. It doesn't. It doesn't to you? You, no. you, you think it's flown by? Mm-hmm. To me, it hasn't because I, I feel like it just keeps dragging on. So, yeah, I, it, it, it definitely feels like a year to me for sure. Uh, the, the other part of it, though, is I'm surprised uh, Americans. I, I would be curious to see a poll of Americans that really give a shit anymore. Because we just had that motherfucker on at Christmas mm-hmm. on, you know, essentially his own state of, of a union address. So, um, yeah, it's, it's super odd to me. Um, I just can't figure any of this out. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. forgive me. It's, uh, it's a really weird one. Usually there's an end game or, or something there that uh, we're fighting for or we have a, a long-term vision for something. I just don't know what that is or yeah. what we win. Other than getting, you know, other countries to depend on us, but 
who, who really fucking cares? Well, about you know, the way we started fighting the insurgency and um, or, or creating the insurgency with the Mujahideen in Afghanistan back in the fucking 70s was not targeted towards necessarily beating the Russians. Really, we were just trying to bleed them, right? Mm-hmm. We wanted that conflict to last as long as possible to cripple the Russian economy. That was our goal, right? It was part of uh, 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 the later detente period, I guess, but the rollback period of the Cold War was about micro wars all over the place to spread Russia's resources, the, the arms race to spread their resources, even the fucking Star Wars plan for yeah. space lasers and all that stupid shit that wasn't even real. We just said it was real so they would spend money on it. Um, all that stuff was basically to get back at them for fucking us over before, right? So, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's that petty. Who knows? There, there's a lot of people left over in the fucking establishment and in the, in the State Department and the intelligence community who think like that. We're just like, you know what? Fuck Russia. Ru- they, they see Russia, regardless of any of the facts or circumstances surrounding the issue, Russia intrinsically is our enemy. So we have to fight them no matter what. But that's not true, right? Like, they, they, we may not like them. That doesn't make them our fucking enemy on the global stage. Russia mm-hmm. is not a fucking threat to us in any way. Right. In any way. The only way they've become a threat to us is because we've allowed them to be a threat by not producing our own energy. That's the only way they got any traction in any of this stuff is because we fucked up. Yeah. And it wasn't us fucking up. They, the Biden administration made a conscious decision to do this shit. And then they made a conscious decision to support Ukraine and to send billions and billions of dollars, hundreds of billions of dollars over there, and to continue to escalate into this war. Everything has been done intentionally. They're not making mistakes here, is what I'm saying. Uh, Valerie V in the chat uh, had an excellent point here, uh, and I'll go ahead and answer it. She said, uh, I don't think Ross understands that it, they don't care about the American citizens. Um, I, no, I, I completely understand that. Uh, what I can't understand is how we're allowing 300 or so total people in government that's like 600 probably okay so let's say it's like 538 in congress right Uh, but we have 330 million people in mm -hmm. this country how we're allowing roughly 600 to make these decisions that are horrific for us uh as citizens of this country yeah but we're electing people who can't graduate fucking high school i understand that but i I, that's my we're electing people who are like fucking secret cross-dressers we're electing people who were bartenders two weeks ago right like if you don't take this shit seriously and vote for people who are fucking real leaders then this is what you get yes and that's what i'm surprised about no i'm not surprised that they don't give a fuck about us we already know that we've known that forever i'm just surprised that we're allowing 600 people to have this type of power to to make these type of decisions for us which are clearly not helping us whatsoever no power is like uh State power is like Tinkerbell. It only exists if people believe it exists. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, it, it's, there's no way for the, those numbers don't add up. It's very obvious to people that we could do whatever we want and nobody can really stop us. But why, why is it that people don't do that? Why don't you do it? Why don't you just stop paying your taxes because of the penalties, right? Yes. But the only way those penalties are enforceable are by collaborators, people who work for the IRS. Those are collaborators to me. Anybody that works for the federal government in that capacity that's fucking uh, preying on regular citizens, that is my enemy, not Russia, Mm -hmm. right? If somebody's, even the veiled threat of violence against me because I don't fucking give you 40% of my shit because you feel like you're entitled to it, to me, that is a fucking threat on my life and you're my goddamn enemy. And until Russia, in my opinion, shows up on U.S. soil, 
they're not my fucking problem either. You're right. It's, it's what's going on in government yeah. and taxes and everything mm-hmm. else. So uh, I'm with you on that one. Uh, next up, we got uh, Operation Resiliency. Uh, we just finished a podcast uh, about it. Uh, why don't you tell everybody about it? Yeah, it'll be out on Monday. It was with Clark Pennington. He's the chief programs officer over at Operation Resiliency. You've heard us talk about it before, but this program is part of the Independence Fund. Sarah Verardo, I do work with them. They put on that uh, veteran suicide panel I did in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, and we're going to do a couple of more. One in Austin on the 11th of March, I think, and then some other ones uh, throughout the spring and summer. But uh, op- the Independence Fund started Operation Resiliency to reconnect people right so uh it's an it's kind of an out-of-the-box solution but the idea is that and we've talked this is the reason why jared created uh drinker bros in the first place Mm -hmm. because one of the primary reasons that people um when they people get isolated when they come back nobody understands them they don't uh, uh, they don't have anybody to talk to about their issues. And then, you know, what I feel is the more important part of that is they lose the purpose. You know what I mean? Like they don't have, it's not that you need somebody to lean on. It's that you got used to people leaning on you, right? And that made you stronger. And now nobody's leaning on you and you feel weak and purposeless. Mm-hmm. And that makes you fucking nihilistic and leads to suicide. Now this program um, brings units that were hit heavy in combat or by suicide after the fact back together for a four-day retreat, right? So it's your command element, your first sergeant maybe, your commander, or somebody stepping into that role, uh, and all the people who can come. It's all paid for. It's four days, no cost to you, flights, hotel, or lodging, uh, food, everything. And there's counselors there, you know, to lead group uh, discussions and shit like that. And then there's, um, you're going to do like PT in the morning, nothing crazy. It's just like a team building kind of thing and you talk about where you where you've been where you are now and what you can do for each other again because the the sad reality is that nobody's coming to help you Mm -hmm. and this is the only opportunity that a lot of people are going to get to actually help themselves so they're looking for they're having trouble getting people to participate in this so that's why we've been doing all these shows that's why we've been doing these ads um if you're if you were part of a unit military unit no matter what branch of service it is um that had some difficulties in combat or lost a lot of people when you got back, go to Operation Resiliency's website. Go to independencefund.org and find the website. Uh, and you can apply to be part of this program. Oh. That's it. And uh, when we were talking to Clark, uh, he had said that uh, it is not just 22 veterans a day that are committing suicide. It's actually closer to 25. It's 25 veterans and then uh, a, an additional 20 or so active duty mm-hmm. or reservists or something like that. So it's like 45 people a day. Yeah, and for more information, go to independencefund.org uh, on that. Uh, great organization, and they're helping a lot of people out there. Uh, next up, Trump attacks DeSantis again. I hate to see it. Uh, Donald Trump, who routinely attacks rivals even in his own party, reposted images of a young Ron DeSantis allegedly partying with high school teens and adding his own mocking commentary. That's not Ron, is it? He would never do such a thing, he wrote on Truth Social Platform. The post linked to a Truth Social account that grabbed a digital image of a young woman with a bull haircut who appears to be DeSantis. No, it's a young man. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because only a woman gets a bull haircut at that age. No, Mo, Mo, I think, had a bull haircut. It's very in right now. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. 
the bowl haircut is back. And I'm, my guess was Velma, but I don't really know. Mm. Uh, but the bowl, bowl haircut is back for, uh, for men and women right now. And I'm not really sure why. Maybe because of inflation. Uh, but in this pick, it's DeSantis surrounded by three young women. Uh, one of them who has his arm around uh, DeSantis is smiling and appears to be holding a brown glass bottle. Uh, to drive home the point, Trump has reposted a message by a user named Dong Chan Lee. No comment there? I've got nothing to say. Just Dong Chan Lee. We're just going to leave that alone. That's a real name. Probably. Dong Chan Lee. He's part of the Lee family. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Big, big fan of all the, the Dong's work. Uh, who wrote, uh, Ron DeSantis was having a drink party with his students. Uh, when he was a high school teacher, having drinks with underage girls and cuddling with them certainly looks pretty gross. And uh, don't know that last word there. So Yeah, a, a term relating to attract, attraction to adolescence. Now, to be clear, uh, and this is from even the press is kind of defending this. Uh, DeSantis was, had just graduated from Yale. He was 22. He was working as a teacher's assistant. Yep. Um, the people that were there at the party were 18. Mm-hmm. And it was 90 years ago, and uh, he, it was after graduation and shit. Probably not the best idea. I wouldn't, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. It's just, I mean, if you're, if you're planning on having a career as a teacher, that's a bad way to start your career. Sure. Um, 22, it's, just, it's just like fraternizing. You don't do yeah, that Yeah, and look, 22 and 18 is, is not at least that far off. I mean, we're not talking about DiCaprio's girlfriend or anything. No, 22 but, uh, and 18, even if it was, I mean, in most states... Even if it was 21 and 17, the same age difference, that wouldn't be illegal because of Romeo and Juliet laws and shit like that. Right. right? So it's, this is not the best idea professionally, but certainly not like criminal or unethical. This is just like Trump being Trump. It is, right? but I, me personally, I, I wish he wouldn't do shit like this. Um, yeah. All, I mean, you can just run on the policies and how great you were in office and what's going on now. Because you were actually president, whereas DeSantis is trying to become a president, yeah. potentially. He still hasn't announced yet, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll see if he does. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know what's going to happen with that. But uh, look, I know politics is politics, and this shit happens all the time on both sides. Well, Trump does this regardless if you're a fucking Republican right, or Democrat. Right. He's just a fucking, he runs scorched earth campaigns. But I just don't want to see it. And again, with everything that's going on right now, Shit isn't great. You don't really have to try that hard. And to dig up a picture from 90 years ago and say X about DeSantis, uh, I fucking hate it. I mean, look, Trump has partied with people all over the world. Obviously, we went on the Stormy Daniels story and everything else. Well, like, Trump was on Epstein's planes, too. Yes. So, like, so like, can I repost that image and, and just assume that you're a fucking pedophile right. now? And, and that's where we're going with all of this. Is like, when you start doing this... You're really putting yourself into uh, murky waters here. I don't, I, I don't think he's putting himself like people expect this kind of shit from Trump. This doesn't damage Trump in any way. I don't think I but I, I genuinely think on the Republican side, people love both Trump and DeSantis. You don't want to see them go at it like this, uh, especially this early. We are so fucking far away from the election mm-hmm. now. I mean, we're what fucking seven. You're 19 months away. You're almost two years away. From the election, nobody will even remember the story. By no, so why waste your time with it Mm -hmm. now? Uh, I think what DeSantis is doing is smart um, in regards to Trump. 
Because, you know, you mean by just ignoring him? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and Trump is, you know, already announced and he had the thing in Mar-a-Lago and all this other stuff. Uh, and, you know, actually, if you look at it, he announced that he signed the paperwork to potentially run for president. Um, he didn't say he was going to uh, outwardly yet and all that other stuff. But if you're DeSantis, the way he's going about this in his team of just not talking about Trump whatsoever mm-hmm. and, uh, and just avoiding all of it, I think is the smartest decision you could make if you actually want to become president and you know that half your base still loves trump um i wouldn't attack trump at all and i would run off your merits what you've done for florida if i'm DeSantis, what you've done for florida how you handled the pandemic down there uh the fucking landslide victory uh as far as being mm. reelected for governor and everything else i like DeSantis' strategy here I don't agree with Trump's on this well, one. Well, there was one thing that uh, Trump said that DeSantis and his team did push back on, and that was DeSantis' handling of the uh, uh, lockdowns and stuff. And he tried to pretend, or, I mean, Trump just straight up tried to say that, um, that DeSantis was harsh with lockdowns and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, nah, he was the first governor to reopen everything. Yes. You I mean, and I were there for multiple yeah. events during the pandemic. I mean, frankly, I, think, I still think he was kind of a bitch for shutting beach like public beaches down in the first place for a week or however long it was like a week or it was two. a week yeah um that was fucking stupid and he was weak for doing it it's pathetic and uh and i'll never forget it right but it's not nearly as bad as what every other governor did right including trump who allowed the fucking tsa to make everybody walk around in stupid goddamn mask and then he under his fucking uh, administration is when uh people weren't allowed to come in and out of the country without fucking vaccinations and shit right Mm-hmm. Am I wrong about that? I don't remember when, when exactly that happened. I believe it started under Trump. And he's still out there on the stump taking credit for fucking making these vaccines that do not work. No, it was, uh, let me ask, it was, it was after he got out. Um, that one I remember at least. Well, the Congress is trying to repeal that right now. They're, they're, uh, the House passed a bill. I don't think the Senate will pass it, but the House passed a bill to repeal, repeal the vaccination requirement for people coming in out of other countries. Like there are people who are stuck. Ah, really? There are people who are stuck in Canada right now. People who are uh, married to Americans, for example, but don't yet have visas and shit. Mm-hmm. Who are who refuse to get vaccinated? Who can't come see their loved ones, their family in America, because they're not vaccinated. And so, they, are they going to get rid of that altogether? It depends. I don't know. I mean, I I don't think the Senate will pass that. Two hundred one people, uh, members of the Democratic Party, voted against it. Actually, okay. In in Congress, Interesting. right? So most. Most people, I think seven Democrats voted to get rid of it. Okay. So that's staying. Mm-hmm. That's staying. Uh, next up, ad-wise, we got the old Manscapes. Manscaped.com. Promo code Drinking Bros gets you 20% off and free shipping here. Uh, breaking news. Manscape now sells beard products. That's for you, D'Anthony. That's right. They're once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. And now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match the carpets by going to manscaped.com. And using the promo code Drinking Bros for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard. So say goodbye to all your stubble trouble with Manscapes Pro Beard Kits. Uh, it starts with a beard hedger. 
This thing's a juggernaut at fixing faces. Uh, first off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel. That's interesting. That gives you uh, 20 hair-cutting lengths, all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right. Face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. Plus, it's waterproof. Yeah. So, And I'm hard. Yeah, you are. So, Sure are. Go ahead and jot that down. Both uh, mentally and physically. Yeah, as fuck, too. Yeah, yeah, sure are. You sure are. The pro kit doesn't end there, friends. They've created uh, four uh, dermatologist-tested formulations for the post-trim care as well. So you got the beard uh, shampoo. You got the conditioner. You got beard oil. You got the beard balm, which is like a pomade that kind of shapes your beard and all that stuff. I used to shape this mustache today. Damn, this dick broom is nice, isn't it? Uh, so they got all the things there now. It's finally open. I, we asked about this um, when we first started working with these guys a few years ago. We're like, dude, why, why aren't, what's stopping you from getting into beards? And they were like, I, I don't know. We're a new company. Yeah. Well, guess what? They're not so new anymore. And they're in the beard game. Uh, it's just as great as their fucking pube trimmer. I can tell you that. Uh, you might as well get it all from the same place and get the discounts. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code DRINKINGBROS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. With free shipping at manscaped.com, use the promo code DRINKINGBROS at Manscaped for the beard hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Next up, D'Anthony, we've got Tyree Nichols. Man, you called it. You said this killing was personal. Mm Mm-hmm. What are they saying now to back this up? So, um, yeah, that was the theory is that, look, there are a lot of conspiracy theories about he was fucking one of their wives or girlfriends or some bullshit. I don't know about any of that. Um, <clears throat> but Memphis police chief uh, sent a request to Tennessee peace officers uh, standards and training. So post, which is they provide the training post A and B for police officers to decertify all five of the former uh, officers charged in the death of Tyree Nichols. Now, in that decertification request, newly acquired documents detail the policy violations that warrant this request, including excessive force, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, deceit is one. And then one instance of an officer taking pictures of Nichols on the ground with his personal cell phone and sending them to several others while on duty. He sent them to two other cops and then three other people as yet to be identified. Now, one of the rumors was that he sent it to the woman who was fucking Tyree Nichols. Unconfirmed, right? But it would make sense. So... Uh, the police chief Davis requested the change of status for all five of these assholes. I won't say their names because they're fucking pieces of shit. Um, they've all been charged with second degree murder. Now the decertification, uh, decertification process involves the revocation of the certificate or license. It's like a, an uh, administrative license for the state. So that means they can't go to another police department in Tennessee and get a job, which happens a lot with guys who get fired for violent stuff like this. Um, <clears throat> again, there's a bunch of theories about what exactly happened here, uh, but the fact that one of the officers sent this, the picture of his body to multiple people, including other officers, uh, and three other people as yet to be determined, I don't know who they are, okay. uh, seems to support the idea that this was a personal hit and not you know white supremacy like the fucking media tried to tell you. Right. My gut is because he sent it to two other officers and some civilians, it seems to me like there was some kind of fucking uh, uh, corruption going on. They're dealing drugs or they're doing something. They're taking bribes. Somebody gets caught or whatever, and they beat this guy to death. Okay. And if that is the case, 
Well, and we'll find out soon because this, this is going to trial and they're going to continue filing for discovery. If that is the case, the charge needs to be changed from first-degree murder or from second-degree murder to first-degree murder because they premeditated shit. Whether they intended to kill him or not, they premeditated the attack that led to his death. It needs to be changed to first-degree murder. These guys need to fucking fry. Um, Chris Beerworth in the chat says, have they leaked Tyree Nichols' bio yet? Uh, I don't know anything about him, actually. His bio? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't fucking know. Uh, like his arrest record and shit? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, I, I, I guess. So I'm not really sure. I know when you know, most of these instances happen, uh, they'll typically show you the videos they mm. want or the pictures they want of, kid, as, of as kids or uh, with Tyree Nichols in particular. Um, I know hours before they dropped the body cam footage, they had released uh, a skateboarding tribute video. I guess it was a skateboarder or something like that. Sweet. But I don't know the rest of his bio or, or anything else regarding this guy. Yeah, I don't know about his arrest record and shit like that. Um, uh, but these are, it seems like the cops involved were probably dirty. That's, that's, my, that's my gut feeling. That's what I've been saying since the beginning of this. And yes. every, every new piece of evidence that comes out seems to support that theory. Okay. Yeah, you called this a long time ago. Um, I'll be, I'll be curious to see how this one shakes out. Uh, and then one quick note regarding this case. Uh, they did finally uh, find the, the white hand in that video who uh, uh, tased mm. him when he, when he tried to take off, well, when he did take off running mm. Tyree Nichols. Uh, and they've fired that white officer as well uh, because, God forbid, he didn't get who, who, the actual guy who's doing his job. Yeah, you got to get the one white dude for sure. Right, but... When somebody takes off, it's the first thing you do is say, hey, I'm going to tase you, and then you tase them. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Really I mean, know it depends. Is, 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 he, is he armed? Like, what am I trying to do there? Is, it, is he an obvious threat to the public? You don't just automatically go to a taser just because a guy's running away from you. Like, to be honest, if, a, if I'm not doing anything illegal and a cop tries to fuck with me and he's being a dick about it and it seems like they're getting ready to gang up on me, I might take off too. Like, there's a, why the fuck... Why the fuck should I be required to stand there and deal with an agent of the state when I'm minding my own fucking business? You know what I mean? Fuck those guys. So this will go back to something else that was brought up uh, regarding a personal uh, attack, mm-hmm. um, which you thought it was, was you know, the, uh, the chief of police um, was on multiple news outlets uh, the morning before this uh, body cam footage was going to be released, mm-hmm. and she said... They don't know uh, if there was a proper cause to even pull this guy over, which would even further support Reasonably your articulated suspicion, I think, is the phrase they use. So probable cause, PC. But like you have to, when you go write the paperwork up, you have to be able to say, I suspected him of this crime specifically. So we detained him, not arrested, we detained him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once you're, te- that's why people ask, it's a, if, if you do get in a confrontation like that, you should say, am I being detained? If they say no, turn around and walk the fuck away immediately. Don't, don't say another word to them, right? But if you, they say you're detained, now you can be charged with a crime if you leave. You're resisting arrest, right? Yeah. So it's different, which I think is, a, that's bullshit to me. That is unconstitutional. I, I shouldn't have to stand there and listen to some fuckface talk to me. Yeah. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, uh, curious to see how this one all shakes out here. Uh, next up, watch out for Catholics. Uh, the this, one, this one's about Bob and fucking sure uh, Delco. He's not here. Yeah, but, but Delco's, uh, Delco's going to stand up for him. And he's going to take... Uh, well, Delco's a Catholic, too. I know, sort of. but that's what I'm saying. You mean stand-up for Catholics? Yes. He's going to be our Catholicism expert here. Oh, well, that might not work out. And, uh, and he's going to stand up for Bob, who's not here today. 
Okay? He'll be back next week, we think. We think. Uh, the FBI's Richmond field office released an internal memo last month warning against radical traditionalist Catholic ideology. That's you, Delco. What is you and Bob? I would love to see, and it, it also says it quote almost certainly presents uh, new mitigation opportunities. What what exactly is a tra- like radical traditionalist Catholic ideology? Can you define that you for get me? To touch the boy? Is it no? That's it has nothing to do with that. It's, oh, this it's is not. this is about domestic terrorism. Well, it's the same way. If you get touched in your private parts, that's a, it's domestic. Do they think the IRA is operating in fucking the mm. northeast of the country or yeah. something? Yeah, I mean, we are, but. No. Okay. No. Do you guys, do you listen to U2 a lot? No, we hate U2. Oh, you do hate U2. Yeah. Okay. Cause you're on the other side. Mm. Gotcha. So you know what this gotcha. is? This is the same thing as trying to classify parents showing up to fucking uh, uh, school board meetings as domestic terrorists. Yeah. So a former agent, Kyle Serafin, who was a special agent for the Bureau about, uh, for six years, before being indefinitely suspended without pay in June of last year, I don't know why yet, uh, published a document, quote, interest of racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists and radical traditionalist Catholic ideology almost certainly presents new mitigation opportunities. What the fuck, man? Why do they keep... It's like, let's pick some traditional white group, parents uh, uh, that go to school board meetings or... Irish Catholics or this group or that or fucking police and call them white supremacists and then yeah. write a fucking memo from the fucking FBI talking about how they're fucking domestic terrorists. You know what? They're pre- this is battlefield preparation is what's happening. They're trying to fucking weave a narrative into the fucking public discourse that suggests that whiteness is bad and domestically terroristic by its, own, by its very nature. That's what this is trying to do. So when fucking conflict does break out, they'll be like, see, we fucking told you. They'll fucking come poke these people until finally they say, hey, get the fuck off of me. Like, look, he's violent. I told you. That's exactly what the fuck is happening. It seems like we're intentionally stoking a race. And I don't give a fuck about Catholics or white people. I've said that. Yeah. Dan's Uh, always been against. I don't give a fuck about religious people (laughs) at all. I don't. I mean, it's not that I fucking hate him. I just don't care. He doesn't care. Yeah. And I want to make that clear for the audience because I've heard that a couple of times. We're like, why does Dan go after religion? It's not that Dan's ever going after religion. He just doesn't care what you believe in. Mm. And, and there's no reason to push it on everybody else. Like, here, yeah, that's yeah. kind of it. Yeah. Dan just wants to be left the fuck alone. Well, I'm going to treat he everybody. really care about your beliefs. I'm going to treat everybody equally. If you say some dumb shit, whether it's a closely held personal belief or not, I'm going to tell you it's dumb. Yes. Uh, anyways. That's simple. No, another quote from this report. In making this assessment, FBI Rich, Richmond relied on the key assumption that, quote, uh, that racially or ethnically motivated extremists will continue to find radical, traditionalist, Catholic, or RTC, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the new uh, DVE, the D- Domestic Violent Extremist. What does RTC stand for? Uh, it stands for Radical uh, uh, Traditional Catholic Extremists. Or oh, radical we were going to just shorten it. We're yeah. going to give them a fun little acronym. Yeah, so it's RTC now. That's what Delco that's is. That's what Delco is, uh, you fucking RTC. They're ideologically attractive and will continue to attempt to connect with RTC adherents both virtually via social media and in person at places of worship. Because look, I've, I just ha- I can't get an, uh, stop seeing all these reports of, uh, Catholic priests trying to get people to do terrorism. Yeah. It's every fucking day now. Yeah. How they're preaching hate against black people and, and Asians and shit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. And the fact that they're, they're using the SPLC, 
the Southern Poverty Law Center, which I think referred to Black Rifle as goddamn racist. It did, yeah. Right? for Just for fun. Why not, dude? Yeah. Hey, man, somebody wore one of their fucking pieces of clothing at a, an event I don't like. Racist. Yeah. Domestic terrorists. They're using the FBI, a fucking state agency, an agency of the state, is using a fucking partisan piece of shit organization to justify policy. Are you fucking kidding me? This is why the federal government should not exist. It's going to get worse. You know that, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's going to get worse for some people, not for me. Yeah. I mean, look, we'll be here to talk you through it. Uh, Delco, you're against you too? Oh, yeah. Early morning, April 4. I'm for No, they forced their music on us. With yeah, that well, one they album. did. Okay. They, ra- they raped your ears. Yeah. I, hey, I dude. I didn't ask for that. I, I got to know. So, Sinead O'Connor, where are we at on, on her? Yeah. Good, bad, indifferent? Yeah. Indifferent. She was, she was Irish, too. I just want to know... What type of music Dan and I have to blare in the office every day to make you Bob kill yourself? Yeah, yeah, because you're you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, uh, probably, we don't we don't support any RTCs in the office. I mean, if you just play Bruce, I'll probably blow my brains out. I'm the same. Oh man, I'm a fucking working man. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Just because bitch. my parents always played it when I had to do chores. So mm. Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. when you did chores? Yeah. I mean, I guess that would get you going, you know. Hey, you won't be a little working man. Come on down to the heartland, son, and do your chores. Go, go on down to the laundry room, fold up every piece of clothing you have, tell your sister you love her. Uh, working Wana- man. Jonathan, not only am I on a list somewhere as a domestic terrorist, but the Pentagon records every word I say. This entire show, every word I say, and it will be printed out on a piece of paper and read by people at the Pentagon. I that know that for a fact. Absolutely true, yeah. Every so, single episode. You know, what are you going to do, man? Hey, look, that's extra <laughs> listeners. Hopefully they're buying ghost beds and shit. <laughs> Maybe they're buying the merch too. Defund Ukraine. You think there's a lot of defund Ukraine shirts walking around the fucking Pentagon right now? I hope they're wearing this Drinking Bros Olive Garden shirt I'm wearing from drinkingbros.com. Uh, we should put the hat, these hats up there. Everybody keeps asking. Um, yeah. We did it for the golf tournament. We've got some other meetings and stuff, but I love the hats. So I'm like, yeah, man, let's put the hard AF polos hats up on too. the site. I that, want the polos too. Oh, the polos are dope as fuck, dude. I'm amped yeah, about that. They are, they are nice. They fit real nice. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. wear that to the tournament. Probably. Yeah, it's the same. I'm going to wear that on Saturday. Easily yeah. Ignored says kind of makes me an author. I really wish they would send me the printouts. That would make writing this book a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Somebody I can described just, it. I can just great. copy and paste. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to pay some fucking uh, Indonesian kid to do it. Chad GBT it, dude. No, Let's Chad, he keeps like, it's adding bro in there a lot. Chad does? Yeah. yeah. It's like, come on, man. I'm not into this. That's so. the version we're working on is Chad GBT, where it's just bro. Ooh, hard. A, that's a good idea. Hard AF holy water. That's, oh, shit. That's a, that's a decent idea. We can for, sell that to the RTCs, dude. No, I mean, it's like a... One of the flavors. Oh, is, oh. It's holy water. I thought we could cleanse a, like a baby with it, you know? No, they have that little spoon, and they just whoop, whoop. <laughs> or they were using squirt guns for a while during oh. COVID. We can baptize a baby. I'll baptize, I'll everybody, in the, I'll baptize everybody in this fucking room right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. Pina colada. Yeah, uh, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Uh, speaking of squirting, um, adamandeve.com. Mm. It's got a special offer for our listeners here. It's 50% off and free shipping for the upcoming Valentine's Day holiday. And obviously that promo code is Drinking Bros for 50% off and free shipping at adamandeve.com. If you've never been to adamandeve.com, well, let me tell you about it. It's a fun, sexy little website where you can get uh, vibrators, dildos, butt plugs, uh, sex dolls, oils, lubes, uh, chest protectors, um, in case you, uh, you know, 
are allergic to cum or semen. Um, you can get a chest protector there. What would you do with a chest protector exactly? I uh, put it on your chest. You mean like uh, for baseball, like a catcher? Yeah. Oh, shit. That way it doesn't hit your skin, you know? I don't know if that's true, by the way. Well, they're going to have to look through their whole thing. They set. have those electric dongs that sound like a fucking rail, right, that does this shit back yeah. and forth. So yeah. maybe you wear it if you're the fucking, uh, if you're the equipment manager. Maybe. So you don't get lit the fuck up when you're crossing paths. <laughs> Every time we do these Adam and Eve reads, they go off the fucking rails. Mm. Um, somebody yesterday sent me a DM and asked me to describe uh, the anal beads like uh, pulling a lawnmower blip, blip, cord blip, blip, yep, blip, and just blip. ripping that out as fast as you can. Wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, don't do yes, that. They You'll, do sell anal beads on the site. You're going to prolapse your butthole if you do that. You sure so are. Don't, so don't do that. So don't do that. But... Uh, if you are looking to do some butt stuff over uh, Valentine's Day, might as well use uh, the promo code Drinking Bros to get fifty percent off and free shipping. Now choose wisely. You only get one item with this because that's a big savings. Fifty percent half off and free shipping. It's a big savings. So choose wisely and then choose with your lover, man or woman. Again, we don't care. We don't kink shame. Sit down with a computer. And just kind of have some funsies and, and then look at what you're going to do for Valentine's Day coming up next week. Because uh, they ship pretty quickly. And it'll go right to your house. Free shipping and 50% off one item at adamandeve.com. Some say they're the best in the biz when it comes to sex toys. A lot of people say that. They definitely got the best values. Sure do. And the coolest name, too. Oh, yeah. Notice it doesn't say Adam and Steve. Oh, sure doesn't. Now you can put what if you're a dude, put whatever they give you in your butt too. Yeah, care. stuff that right in your butt. We don't, we don't kink shame. Do whatever you want. Where did Giorgio go? Yeah, well, great. Um, well, Somebody's knocking at the door. Yeah, you're, keep you're on knocking, but you uh, can't come in. Uh, put the single on me and then go answer the door real quick. We are expecting booze to arrive here shortly, so maybe it's that. Uh, next up here. James O'Keefe has been suspended at Project Veritas. James O'Keefe, the founder and chairman of Project Veritas, has taken a paid leave from the conservative nonprofit media organization as its board considers whether to remove him from his leadership position, according to current and former employees of the organization. An internal message sent to Project Veritas employees by the organization's executive director, Daniel Strack, which is a fun name, said that O'Keefe would be taking a few weeks of well-deserved PTO. That's nice, isn't it? Good for him. What's the real sitch behind this? Well, so... We saw the Pfizer video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything related to that? Multiple Pfizer videos, right? So uh, through through a spokesperson, he said, uh, uh, Strack, whatever the fuck his position is, he says, like all newsrooms at this stage, the PV board of directors and management are constantly evaluating what is best path forward uh, for the organization, blah, blah, blah. Uh, didn't directly address any questions about O'Keefe's employment status, but he did say there are 65-plus employees at PV uh, dedicated to continuing the mission to expose blah, 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 blah. Now, here's the real story. Two board members were fired by James O'Keefe last week. Okay. Right. And then they rallied several other board members to rehire them and then fucking put him on indefinite suspension. That's what really happened. Gotcha. And that is, he, look, it's all fucking cute and clever and all this stupid bullshit. Um, but uh, uh, a couple of people that are friends of James on Twitter, like, had the inside info from an unnamed source. It's just James telling them what happened. So who knows how accurate what is or what isn't. Okay. But the real story, according to all of these people, is that 
the board conducted a hostile takeover. Now, there's two organizations. There's a 501c3 and a 501c4. Mm-hmm. One of them has more power. One of them has more money, right? So uh, there's some kind of internal struggle going on. It, it's a good reminder that if you're in a startup, it's really important how you fucking organize your fucking company yeah. right? to keep to protect yourself, especially when you start taking money from people, capital investments and shit and giving up board seats. But well, nobody a- ever thinks about that, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's- we had somebody from Project Veritas on, and they were talking about how many... Uh, people actually work there. It's yeah. fucking huge. Yeah, it's, it's quite large. Yeah. So, you know, unclear how this will play out or who's right or wrong, because I know from uh, secondhand experience from multiple people that he's a very difficult person to work with. And he, there's some issues with him personality wise, big ones. Yeah. Uh, but it's, not shocking. it's still his company. Yes. And he is like, if they, if, if the board thinks that they're going to continue project Veritas without him there, that's nonsense, right? Like that's like getting rid of fucking Ronald goddamn McDonald. That's shit ain't happening that, yeah. that company will be out of business in fucking two weeks uh, it, it doesn't make sense the entire thing was built off of him yeah uh his personality and his videos and you know for me personally uh if you lined up i don't know 50 employees of mm. project veritas in this room the only person i would probably be able to identify is james o'keefe from that organization there's one so. tall black kid that's really funny that harasses uh, elected officials all the time. Not, not even really in a rude way. He just says, oh, hey, uh, he did it to AOC. He was like, oh, hey, I love your work. Can I get a picture? And uh, he's starting to take a selfie. He goes, yeah, I'm with Project Veritas. And he takes the picture right when her face starts to change. Very slick and okay. funny. I think he may have been arrested recently for some bullshit. <laughs> uh, but anyways, there's a meeting. PV's having a board meeting tomorrow, Friday, um, when his uh, potential removal entirely from the company is to be discussed uh, according to one source familiar with the matter. So we'll see what happens this weekend, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's looking it's, forward to that. But yeah. if he's, if he's out, you can you can kiss that company goodbye. Yeah. In my opinion. If they, if they decide to fire him Friday or even limit his power in the company and he says something about it publicly, people will immediately remove all their support, both financial and social from yeah, Project Veritas, as they should. Uh, and from what we've heard, there's a shit ton of employees and a bunch of jobs on the line. There's this 70 employees very, there. Very, very dumb in my opinion. There's seven, not including the board and shit. There's 70 people I know. there. I so. know. Uh, now's the point of the show. We get to the drinking bro of the week. You can submit your drinking bro of the week by going to drinkingbros.com. Click on the submission form in the top right, and it gets emailed to us live on air here, uh, depending upon whenever we go on. And we'll read it. While you're there, peruse uh, the rest of the website and check out the Drinking Bros store. You can get all this merch that we're wearing here today. And that supports us. That goes to no one but us. And, uh, and we're t- definitely taking all that money, you know, uh, to keep us on the air. And, all and we're going to spend it on drugs. Well, so. speaking of drugs, we need some. Yeah. Uh, this one was submitted by Chris Noseworthy from Arizona. Uh, Drinking Bros listener for six years. And he's nominating Brian Haney. Uh, reason for the nomination, Brian tragically passed away on uh, February 9th, uh, 2023. Um, so that was uh, this morning, mm. actually. That's how live this is. Uh, driving home from a shift with uh, Orange County Sheriff's Department, Brian was a solid dude, a good partner, a good friend, and uh, a newly excited dad. Uh, Brian and his first child, Brian had his first child a month ago and recently returned to work for his first shift back unfortunately night shift can be tolling and brian was involved in a single vehicle collision on his way home to see his wife and child and he ultimately passed away this morning brian is being nominated to be drinking bro of the week because he was a guy that was willing to go to war with his partners every single day at work and ensure they got home safe rest in peace cheers 
Cheers. Uh, cheers to you. And uh, yeah, I actually read about this one this morning. Uh, that's how live this is. Uh, if you click that submission form, it'll get here that quickly. And if we are on air, again, we will always read these live. So you can go to drinkingbros.com for your Drinking Bro submission of the week. Thanks for joining us. Head on over to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, no review. And then you can just walk away at that point. Nothing further to do. Uh, Flip on over to Drinking Bros Sports uh, on the old YouTube. That's free. Got a ton of shows over there that are coming up. Guests all week. Predictions. Golf shows are up. And uh, we will be live at the Phoenix Open uh in person there not a show you can just come up and meet us and uh we'll be on 17 then kind of walking around throughout the day you'll see us in hard af seltzer gear uh and drinking bros merch and all that other stuff Mm -hmm. and we'd love to party with you on saturday uh not that expensive to get in and uh let's face it it's an all goddamn day party so yeah we'll be live in the flesh on friday or saturday so come and join us for d'anthony d'anthony holloway i'm ross patterson this is drinking bros fake news good night everyone